shore where the mountains meet the sea in a clapboard shack by a broken down tree there's a light in the window just salty gals inside i'm not sure if they're witches but you know that's implied that the storytelling ego swelling pillow talking moonlight walking sea Welcome to the Sea Hags Podcast. I'm Chris Jeppa. And I'm Katie Norgren. And guess who's still here? Hey. It's <laughs> Ashley. This, this week, wink, wink. <laughs> this is definitely not the same day as the last one we recorded. Guys, we totally got together a separate time. Yeah, we've, you know, we've been doing this and we're getting a little bit better at doing two because we don't just completely let ourselves go to shit in the first one. Just get obliterated on alcohols. We kind of started the first one, like, definitely... The planning one. Yeah. And this one, we're ready. Yeah. 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 We were just, we were, it was fucking amateur hour. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because this one is now coming out on the day the writ drops. Mm. Drop the writ. When Mm. will the writ drop? When will the writ drop? And vote. vote. (laughs) Wow. Did you guys practice that? No. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't practice that either. We're just like totally. We're just like on the same. We wave just like line. finish each other's sandwiches. <laughs> Sexual position. Oh no! I don't know. I like, maybe think not. Of, I don't know. It could be fine. I was trying to think of anything other than sandwiches. No, but I love finish each other's sandwiches. That but makes... it's from Frozen. Really? Oh. Oh, but it's cute. Mm. It's okay. I hate it now. No, oh. I hate it. Now it's wrong. It should be from Moana instead. Yeah. Which is much better. I haven't seen it yet. Excellent. Yeah. Highly recommend. Mind. I would very much like to see Moana. I'm still so sexually cute. attracted to even the cartoon version of The Rock. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, I mean, not really, but like a little bit. He's yeah, great. I get it. He's just so... He seems like a nice just person. so... Too, you know? He does. He seems like he could bench press all three of us in one go. <laughs> <laughs> Are you alright, Chris? Uh, I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> I'm doing okay. Just give it a pretty good, pretty good. Just like picturing him, just like on, with it on his back, just like back squatting you. See, in my head, I'm like, I bet he's really nice. I look forward to meeting him. Not gonna happen, Ashley. <laughs> you never know. You, never know. you might meet the Rock sometime. Yeah. I assume I will. I just assume I will. Mm-hmm. It's gonna happen. He's like based in California. Sure. Else maybe? I can go. <laughs> I, I can go wherever yet. he is. <laughs> I'll, I'll meet up with him. Just call me <laughs> the Rock. Make <laughs> it happen. Call me Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, I don't know. I'll walk your dog for you or something. I got yeah. a very cute little dog. Yeah. So well, that's 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 our Rock Minute has been uh, <laughs> another scintillating episode of our Rock Minute Rockcast. <laughs> yes. Dwayne the Rock podcast. Dwayne the Rock podcast. <laughs> Is that, is that like we have to? We can only do it as long as they did that Finding Richard Simmons one, or where is Richard Simmons, or whatever the hell that was called. When did he you, was missing. What's that? Sorry, when he was missing. Yeah, or something. Like what people, happened? People, these people started oh, okay, a podcast fine. about like where it's is. Fine, we don't have to get it. Oh no, I'm into it. It's oh, just like okay. it's like he wasn't really missing, but people hadn't heard him for a while, like fans. Mm-hmm. So they started they started a podcast. I don't know about the co- podcast. I just knew the yeah. guy was missing. Yeah, yeah. There's, these people started a podcast about, like, they got six episodes in and someone was like, you know, maybe someone's not in the public eye because they need to not be right now. And so the, this could be a toxic thing. They're like, oh yeah, sorry, this was good intention, but bye. And so Ooh. they only did six episodes and it was very uh, it was very truncated, obviously, but yeah. also, like... That's a nice growth moment. Right? Yeah, just very interesting critique and um, conversational back and forth with that. I should mm-hmm. I should, like, link to an actual article about it because I don't really know anything other than that people started a podcast and people were like, that's ghoulish. Good. It's positively ghoulish. <laughs> 
Well, that's... I like when people are, like, stepping up in that way now. Like, people are just like, ah, uh, this is weird and not okay. You and know then what? people actually are just like, mm, like, oh, you're right. I didn't think about it fully. That's... Mm-hmm. I will reconsider. So the thing I love the most about the McElroy brothers mm-hmm. uh, is that they respond to and are receptive to criticism, um, which I really like, because they're just three straight white guys who are like, oh we fucked that up, tell us how we fucked it up. And they're like, okay, here's how we fucked it up, here's how we're going to do better. Which is so great. I love it when people make mistakes and then try to improve after that. Like, that's so... I love it, and I think people get very defensive about the mistakes that they make. So when people are not, they're like, I'm a person, and I'm really sorry that I got this wrong. Please give me a chance to make it right again. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's so attractive to me. No, and I like when they identify that they did something wrong. I think it's really important to face what you did wrong and be offended, public about it. Uh, (laughs) Totally. It's It's tremendously important. I saw, like, just a... It was a Tumblr post, probably, of, like, the three steps of, like, apologies, and it's just that simple, right? Where it's, like... Say sorry. Mm-hmm. Say what, like what you did wrong. Yeah, like uh, how you understand that you fucked up, and then say you're not going to do it again, and don't. Mm-hmm. Easy. Yeah. Yes, it's actually so easy. very easy, but it takes a lot of humility and a lot of like. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have to choke down some feelings, uh, yeah. accountability, I've and been, all that shit. I've finally gotten to a place where I feel really comfortable fucking up. Not comfortable, but like mm-hmm. not paralyzingly frightened anymore about like getting something wrong because I think I have enough goodwill in most of the communities I'm involved in where I can be like shit I fucked up I done fucked up (laughs) how do I fix this and then be allowed to fix it so I Mm -hmm. I feel less frightened about trying something new yeah that's good yeah I think that's a nice thing yeah I had definitely when I reflect on like jobs that I had in my 20s like there's definitely one that stands out which I I will not (laughs) specifically say but I fucked up big time and like hit it and didn't ask for help, mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. tried to fix it, and it just turned into a worse thing. Spiral. And then I basically, like, quit the job, and then things were uncovered. Yeah. <laughs> this this yes. sounds very incriminating, but it wasn't actually no, no, anything, but... like, bad, bad, but it was just about a billing thing, and I just, yeah. like, I fucked up and didn't invoice people properly, mm-hmm. and, like... It just turned it came out later, yeah. Yeah, and, and it was, like, like, the most embarrassing and, like, awful, and it's, like, what I should have done, and which I do now in my current job is just, like, hey, I made a mistake, I'm really sorry. Yep. I'm letting you know how, help. Yes, yes, <laughs> Or, like, exactly. how can I, how can I do it better, what would you suggest? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was talking about, like, I, I had a very short sort of round of therapy, and that was, like, one of the biggest pieces that came out of that, is that it's still a pattern that I have that I'm trying to work on around, like... I don't know everything as much as I like to think that I do, mm-hmm. and I need to pause and I need to ask for help on stuff. Because if I just keep steamrolling ahead and it's like, no, I just, I got this, I got this, I got mm-hmm. this, it's like, no, no, you might dig yourself into a hole and that's yes. a bad thing. Oh my god, so. just like Jesse Spano and the caffeine pills. <laughs> it's exactly like that. Exactly. You're so excited. You're so excited. You're so scared. You can't see the look that I'm giving Katie right it now, is but you can hear it from my tone. Full of bile. I hate you. It is just, it is just like bile is shooting out from your eyes. Try and to like win my affection me. back now. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. No, 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 I got this. I fucking got this. <laughs> okay. okay, like, what about, forgot you a nice bottle of rosé, like you took a bath at my house, okay. some nice bath salts. I love you again. Oh, do you have a nice bathtub? Yeah. Oh. I got two bathtubs. What? Oh, shit, yeah, I'm <laughs> 
Katie's got that two bathtub. I got that two bed, two besties. It's pretty good. What are we doing? Who knows? I think it was vaguely racist and not good, but uh, it was still fun and frivolous. So fun and frivolity. Yeah, I was just like, what do I have that you want? Bathtub. (laughs) Immediately. This is true. Well, I thought about that because our good friend of the podcast, Nicole, had made us bath salts knowing that only I have a workable bathtub. I said, hey, Katie, at least some of these are for Chris, so save them. But I used some today and I was thinking like, how do I I win her love back after I make a terrible reference that she hates? Yay, you did it. I have to think about this a lot because I make a lot of terrible references that you hate. I'm Go not actually it. that withholding in my affections for you. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree to disagree. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You totally are not. <laughs> I'm just such a shithead. Before we started recording again, we were discussing the incredible, thrilling world of paper organizers, <gasps> which I'm really into, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have stepped away from having a physical calendar so much and just really, really am married to my Google calendar mm-hmm. on my phone now. Mm-hmm. I use it really a lot. We use it to schedule podcasts. Mm-hmm. I use it for my stand-up. I use it for everything in my life. Yeah. So, like, that kind of organization and also keeping a diary and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But but you have a bullet journal. I do. And you know what's funny about it? Actually, I'm going to take a nerdy moment here. Please. So when oh, I was yeah. on this podcast before, I just started dating somebody um, who is now my girlfriend. Um, <laughs> yeah, you were and, pretty cute um, about it. <laughs> and early on, I had used this as a proper bullet journal, so there was a section for, like, quotes I like and books I want to read. But I had this, like, month... Um, thing where it was every day I wrote something good that happened and on September 2nd date with now girlfriend went very well winky face <laughs> <laughs> you emoji so, I did sex. emoji myself it does <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> I love your honesty I appreciate that very much well yeah. you did you did put a winky face yeah, that's so. what it means went we all very know. well you didn't write like 69 69 420 69 uh, or something funny. on there no but yeah it's my so, subtle coding um, oh my god what is a bullet journal though so Please it's I'm not kind familiar. of whatever you want it to be so <laughs> no I know that's wild <laughs> so people I want, use it. I want structure you guys <laughs> it's it's to help you it create structure. structure. Okay. So I have a section here that I never actually use. I was really bad at keeping a proper bullet journal. Now I'm using it mostly just for work, okay. which we'll get into in a second. But um, what some people do is they use it to like track when they're like going running or stuff. So you see here I have four months, and I have square of the days I want to run. Okay. And then I play dodgeball on the circle days. And the idea was that I was going to like color in when I actually did it. Hmm. I didn't do that. I think I lost this for a while. It got wet. So I <laughs> put it away. Um, not because because your date went really well, <laughs> very well, very well. Actually. So sorry. Um, and then uh, there's quotes. Like it's a good good way to like keep track of things. But it's mm-hmm. in this one particular. There's um, it's already numbered, so you can like keep track of your like what's happening on each page. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so you make like way. your own table of contents for yeah. it, more or less. Okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. Um, and if you like are working on multiple projects, it's a good way to keep track of that. One thing they'll do is they will... I'm just like, let me tell you all about this. I, Please, I'm, I, I, I honestly love it. My my dear friends in the UK, uh, Becca and Kim, both have... Uh, if they, I hope they're listening, because they got just mm-hmm. got shouted out. Hey. They both keep beautiful bullet journals that well, they've then shown they, online. Then, like, this is probably not a good example, because mine is not well organized or mm. well used at this point. But another thing they'll do is if they don't keep a table of contents... What they do is they, um, at the very back, when they have a topic, they have, like, a, which, like, they ha- they write on the line, like, 
this topic, and then every time they talk about it in their bullet journal or their journal of any sort, they color, they shade in that line so it Aha! lines up. I knew this sounded familiar. I have a notebook that I did that with, and it was so handy mm-hmm. because I was doing multiple things in one notebook. Mm-hmm. My problem is I have so many half-finished notebooks, and so it would be like, I've got my songwriting one, and then but yeah. I then I started writing like work notes in it, or then mm-hmm. I, and it's like, oh, it's getting so muddled, and then I read about this thing, okay, and then I would do like a little tick on the back, yes. and so now I can actually see like all of my union stuff when I was a shop steward, mm-hmm. was like easy to find that, yeah. like all my ma- meeting minutes and stuff, mm-hmm. and then it's like, and here's my poetry, and if you flip to that little bit, like exactly. I can find it. And it was really satisfying yeah. to look at when I finished and that And on book. the side, you have like all these like little dashes. Yeah. So cool. Oh, it makes me want to start um, another new oh, book. You should. <laughs> and so what I do now, um, because in my like new job, there's always so much happening and I'm always like taking notes and, um, but I don't like notebook. I don't like, I don't just like straight lines. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to use graph paper usually, or in this case, I have a dotted book yeah. so I can create my own lines and I can write however I want. Oh, there are little dots on there. It's yeah. Quite, quite Your light. writing is mm-hmm. incredibly neat and Thank beautiful. You. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not all the time, but like this one is much messier, but mm-hmm. I can read it. Um, so I have like on the far right panel is like what day it is and then everything I need to do that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and a friend of mine like pointed out like you can only do so much in a day. So like what you can fit in here is probably all you can do. And probably still is too much. Is that E minus 37 days till the election? It sure is. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that's so classy. Yeah, well, that's and I have this whole the, the calendar vernacular. here. And um, I was running a training today. I was, I was recording it. Um, and I was explaining the election period in weeks. And so I had to write it all out so I could actually vis- visually see, like, okay, this is what happens in each week. That's really cool. Like That's beautifully fun. put together. I Thank I, I you. will link I will link in the roundup to a bunch of examples of bullet journals because I yeah. think like it's one of those things that probably eighty percent of the people who do them will do it for a little while and then give mm-hmm. up because like actually changing the way that you do things is really hard. Yeah. Um, but I like the idea of like the, the the running, especially when you see visually like mm-hmm. how how consistent you've been. It's yeah. like um, the other like organizational. Um, method that I've heard is just called don't break the chain or something. Mm. And it's like something that Jerry Seinfeld Seinfeld, does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where it's just like you coloring it in every day. And so you don't miss any days or Mm -hmm. whatever. But I mean, there's lots of things that I don't do every day. I don't want to do everything every day. Right. But Mm -hmm. I, I I still like, I love me really, really bonkers. Like (laughs) trying to, trying to do the same, like one thing every day. Like I get really angry about that kind Mm -hmm. of restriction. And even if it's like a positive thing, I feel it as a restriction where it's like, I want to be able to ebb and flow a little bit more and, like, go with how I feel, but then I wind up neglecting a lot of shit in my personal life, so... Well, that's a funny thing. Like, okay, going back to, like, how I'm an Aries from the last episode I did. Filthy, filthy Aries. I get really, like, stubborn. So I did this this schedule. I was like, I was gonna... I'm gonna run on Sundays and Thursdays, but I don't like being told what to do, even though I'm telling myself what to do. Yes, yes, precisely. So I didn't stick to this at all. Like, I have dodgeball on Tuesdays, and that was was my thing. And you have to to do it Uh, because (laughs) other people have to be there. But things that you do on your own is like... It's just like, no, I want to run when I feel like running, when my body is like, let's go. Mm -hmm. So I didn't... Yeah, well, that's, yeah, well, that's, for me, I, I like that I, I have to do something a certain amount of times during a week. Um, yeah. and I don't, I'm not really like, I'm not with, with working out, especially like with weightlifting. Um, it's very easy for me to do it three times a week mm-hmm. because I have to, because yeah. if I don't, then I'm losing like a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I waste the money. Right. So I just go, yeah. I'm like, well, I have to go. And plus 
like there are people there that I've, I've talked about this on the podcast and to other people before. And it just sounds like humble bragging kind of, cause it's like the first time I've ever been consistent about exercise for longer than two months. Yeah. So like, all, I'm going into my fifth month now. Yay, of, that's awesome. Thank you. Uh, and I love it and it makes me feel really good. But the last week, like my back has been really sore for some reason. I think, uh, I changed my positions for certain, um, certain things and now I'm doing them correctly, but my muscles are not catching up and they're very, very achy. Mm. So I just didn't go yesterday and I'm like, well, I'm going to go see a chiropractor tomorrow, uh, get that sorted out and then go back. But the thing is like, I pretty much go three days a week, right? And I get enough exercise the rest of the time. So it's like, Mm. as long as I'm doing it like at least twice a week, like I feel like I'm doing fine. Totally. Right. And and it's the time that I I spend more time not doing that, that but Mm. I haven't since it is like such a loss of money if I don't go, like it's just throwing it in a toilet basically well, and so. that's another thing people use like this like if so you make your calendar of your of that page turn <laughs> does everybody good. like um, when you bullet journal is this like a typical thing this is, is like, very a, typical a small and calendar so, and you like box and circle mm-hmm. different things and, and you're so supposed to color in what some people do is like if their goal is to do something three days a week it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter what days then they'll just color in when they do the thing and they right. can see if they're being consistent and totally. doing it enough times that's nicer I think because that's yeah. you're not yeah. assigning yourself something you're totally. just going to reflect on yeah. it later yeah I'm pretty consistent about the dates that I do things if only because like now my work schedule lets me go during the day twice a week mm, nice. so I can go like at you know 11 30 on a Monday morning yeah. or like 1 p.m on a Thursday mm, and then nice. on a Saturday I can go then yeah. that's that's perfect so I, t- I tend to be pretty consistent about the days but only because that's what's convenient mm-hmm. totally but because I have freedom in my life and I can do that and that's, oh, that's must be nice it <laughs> must be nice it <laughs> is nice if I could deal with the guilt about it but uh, I'm like oh how come I get to have this sweet deal I'm like mm, you've done a lot of nice things for people Katie. you can have this it's yeah. okay Totally. I tell myself. Totally. And it's not that you don't deserve it just because I just don't get it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Everyone deserves it. Yes. Yes. Everyone deserves the schedule that they would love. Well said. Mm-hmm. Well said. I think about that a lot in terms of like work-life balance mm-hmm. stuff. And we were talking a little bit last week about like pushing yourself because it's expected, you know, mm-hmm. like there's a lot of bad workplace culture and I've worked in mm-hmm. places like that before where it's like you're supposed to come in early and stay late and run yourself ragged for no extra whatever because mm-hmm. that just means that you're extra committed and it's like... <sighs> No, no, no. And it's like, once I started working in a unionized workplace, I was like, oh, yeah, no, this is good, and it's reasonable, and the pay is good enough that you don't have to do overtime. Yeah. You know? So I grew up in, like, a very anti-union household. I don't even know why. Like, I'm pretty sure both my parents maybe at one point or another were unionized, Mm -hmm. but they always viewed it as, like... It wasn't helping them. It was just helping people who are shitty workers. Yeah. I hear um, that from a lot of folks yeah. as well. And it's like some workplaces, maybe it's not the best fit, just mm-hmm. depending. But in some, it really is. And yeah. And that's just a matter of like the engagement of the union in like mm-hmm. your workplace, I think, is a lot of the thing. But what I've come to, what I was going with that was, where I was going with that was thinking about how, um, mm, I forget. <laughs> oh, no. Interrupted you. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. That's okay. I do this a lot. It will come um, back to you. It will come back. It was. It was about how. Um, yeah, we all deserve better. And I had yeah. a, like a, a sticker that someone just hands it at rallies all the time. They gave me a whole bunch, and you've probably seen them around on billboards or like just stuck to walls. And it says like, "When we all do better, we all do better." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's true. Like, it's not about just like making life easy, mm-hmm. but it is about making sure we're all living a good life. Mm-hmm. Um, and none of us should be apologetic for living a good life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm very apologetic about everything. No, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did that at the gym the other day. I think, did I talk about this already in the podcast where people were like, like, oh, how come you're here on a Thursday? I was oh, like, okay. oh, I, say, I have my day. I have a day off. They're like, you have a day off? Is it like for mm-hmm. spring break? I was like, no, I just, I work a three day a week work week. And they're like, mm-hmm. 
how can you afford to live? It's like, mm-hmm. well, got a rich wife, <laughs> you know, yeah, but yeah. yeah, she, she loves me and believes in me and wants me to like do creative work, which doesn't get remunerated. And yeah. So guess what? I've written part of a fucking teleplay to hopefully turn into a web series. Sweet. So, and that uh, working with, uh, with a friend of mine and, uh, I'm going to try to get a drafted in the next two weeks to him mm. to look at, because then awesome. there's somebody else who's looking at it, and I have a responsibility. Yes. I'm like, I need to fucking make a bullet journal for this just so I can avoid doing well, it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that is a nice thing. Well, it's funny, just quickly, um, I didn't find the bullet We've journal. We've got lots of time. <laughs> we got Please, don't worry. so much time. You Please can... take up all the space you yeah, want. Yeah, you can tangent uh, anywhere. <laughs> I keep being like, but... Um, but with the bullet journal, I found it not useful when I didn't have something specific it was for. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it looks pretty. I'll use it for this or that. But because I didn't have any project at the time, it wasn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't using it. And I just kind of had it on the foot of my bed. Um, and because I have a huge bed, apparently. So I just have books on the end of my bed. <laughs> um, but now that I have something going on, I like am using it. And it's nice. so helpful. Nice. I really, really recommend it. That's fantastic. I also just noticed this complete diversion, just way off the beaten path. The fucking unicorn on your shirt oh, yeah. has human hands! <laughs> For dodgeball. I don't like it! <laughs> I am deeply unsettled you about the human hands. You can't catch or throw balls with hooves. Well, I don't think you should be playing as a unicorn. But it's, it's kind of like... You can kill like somebody and unicorn. or ruin the ball. Yeah, the ball would get speared on the horn and it would But they're, they're foam balls. So it's okay. But also, it looks like they're like gloves. Like, it looks yeah, like... Yeah, it's not the only does the unicorn have hands, it's wearing gloves. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I'm pretty sure that's the same dodgeball uh, team... Not team, uh, league that my wife is in. Oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Actually, she was, she was in it... Uh, and then didn't go, and then is going to go for the last game. So, oh, But she is in, she loves the volleyball they do in the summer, so she will be part of that. Bump? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Totally. That's awesome. She'll be tough to, me- she'll be tough to miss. She's a million feet tall, and she has pink and purple hair. Okay, okay, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, she's great. She's <laughs> okay. rad. Love her. Love her! Okay, not to like give away too much, but like, was she in it last year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. I'll show you a picture of her later. Yes, It'll be yes. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> that God, that's <bitch>. so exciting. <laughs> she whipped a ball at my face. I'm oh, going to kill not. her. I'm, I'm not a great player, so I just assume everyone is better than me anyway. Yeah. If, that, if the ball hits me in the face, it's my fault. Because it really is. <laughs> if the ball hits in your face, you should... You should you should face. volley it or, yeah. or dodge it or something. One of the things that's in the title, whatever game you're playing. Yes. As, as there is, yeah, queer rec leagues for dodgeball during the gross months and beach volleyball during the light, oh, nice months. Pretty yeah. nice. It's and pretty then, cool. But it's funny because the dodgeball folks who like created the dodgeball league, they are, they're actually like, I don't know, ball, I don't know which ball, slow pitch, fast, oh, yeah, softball, the softball, whatever folks, it is. Yeah. But um, yeah, same people. Softball um, is the first gayest sport. Then it's probably that. But I don't For actually women, know. Anyway. And so I just say ball all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and my girlfriend plays and she's like, it's whatever it is. And I'm like, oh, okay. So <laughs> ball, <don't> sports. <laughs> ball sports. Ball sports. Yeah. So yeah. So this runs like the same season as that. And then mm-hmm. like uh, the reverse, I guess. Um, like it's dodgeball and then it's <laughs> that made no other sense. balls. <laughs> Dodgeball and then other ball. So there <laughs> yeah. are three gay sports you can yeah, play. Yeah, and then at the same time as other ball, what other soccer? <laughs> is there a is there a soccer also? There is. <laughs> so all the sports are gay now. Is what you're telling me? Yay! We did it. We did it. <laughs> it's 
success, we can close the podcast. All, all sports are gay now. All sports are gay. It makes up for every horrible gym class experience hey, guess what? that we ever had. Everybody's listening to this podcast. You're gay now. <laughs> Now you're gay. It, <laughs> you're gay. It's the gay agenda. Turn all sports gay. <laughs> you think you can? No, you can't. Can't shower it off. You're gay now. You're gay. Why would you're you all gay. No, it's great. I recommend it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's or just like queer, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to be gay, but you got to be not straight. Yeah. That's yeah. the rule. It's the new millennium. <laughs> it's the nineties. Oh, no. This got silly. Um, <laughs> just I, just like the last one was supposed I'm, to. I'm trying a new organizing app. Can I talk Ooh, about yes. that? Please do. It's called Todoist. And <laughs> Fuck off. It's good. Because it's like to-do list, but... To-doist. To-doist. The to do And past guest Hillary turned me on to that. And I think you have to upgrade to the premium membership. I'm just using the free one, but it's got mm-hmm. a lot of like color coding. Ugh. Ugh. Right, Very I love good. being organized, and guys. so I have like my six different projects yeah. that I'm working on. So there's like that's yeah, a lot of a bun- projects, a bunch Chris. of different. Yeah, it's well, they're all different like things. So there's like our podcast, and then just I have like a personal life thing, and then like work, other work, the other work, and then <laughs> Ed's website because I do a lot mm-hmm. of like I update his like web things because yeah. I know how to use a computer and he doesn't because he's an old old man. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and I build beautiful websites using Squarespace. Squarespace. <laughs> Who have not sponsored us yet, you fucking on, assholes. Get I, on it. I totally use it We will time. shill for anything that doesn't kill people. <laughs> and some things that do. Send me a mattress, Squarespace. <laughs> you already got your goddamn... Squarespace isn't going to send you a mattress. That's, Listen, they're not in the business. That's the joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she left. She left. She's leaving. Oh, she actually left the room. Oh, I came back. I have nowhere else to go. (laughs) This is very silly. Oh, my goodness. That's great. Okay, so so we we should do one very serious episode about election politics, and then we should do a very silly one. And it's like, oh, so two silly ones? We're going to do two silly ones. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Uh, so but to do it, to do is great, and so it's like this. Uh, it's a desktop, like it's an app thing as well. Oh, it's desktop too. That's yeah. so great. So I'm showing you, so you can access it either online or on your desktop or on your phone, mm-hmm. and the interface is very similar. And so you can basically tag things with dates, so you can see what's just okay. in your inbox, which I don't really use. But yeah. You can look at like today. So it's like, oh, uh, today I need to edit the podcast and send it to Katie. So I will be doing that later. Or like the next seven days, you can see all the different things that I need to like, Yeah, you know? So I've got like personal life, which just has some things about like organize my clothes, like do something really good for this birthday. And then there's like, yeah, some other things and some other stuff. And then yeah, our podcast is just like, I have a recurring, like every Tuesday, update our Twitter account, Mm -hmm. every Sunday, you know, send the podcast, et cetera. And then I keep ideas that don't have a date, so it's like, we need to do an underpants jam as, like, a bonus episode. Oh, we should really, that'll be yeah, so Yeah, so, like, all that wait. kind of stuff. Oh, I love Just this to... one. I don't want to say it out loud, because yeah. it sounds amazing. Oh, can I see it? Yeah. Uh, this is <laughs> great. Secret, secret, secret. We were going to do that before the Oscar party, but we didn't. Oh, I forgot oh, about that. Sounds bad. Yeah. That would be fun, yeah. yeah. So. This is definitely for ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized, like, oh, yeah, no, our podcast is for, no, it's for, it's for chicks. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly. It's mostly like for it. well, I really want everyone to listen to it, but I know some great. I know some men that listen to this. I hope we make men better. Yeah. Listen to this. I think so. <laughs> Good. It's, um I think I talked about this on the last podcast, so there was a friend of mine that said, like, I really like listening to 
your show and the way that, like, I changed my mind on something and, like, was sort of, like, accountable to a thing mm-hmm. that I said. He was just like, I really like that and blah, blah, blah. So, That's sweet. Thanks, Justin. Thanks, <laughs> Justin. Um, Do I know Justin? Uh, nope. Well, hi. He's great. Hello, anyway. He's also a filthy Aries. A good, good boy. Yesterday. Oh. Um, so many people born in the spring. Anywho, but I really like this app and then it, like, it works on my phone as mm-hmm. well and so I can just, like pop stuff in, and because I used to just use my Google Calendar for that, and I would put reminders of things, but then still stuff would get lost because you'd lose the month and, like, the notes. So sometimes if it's something that I really have to do that day, like, I will make sure that it's, like, Mm -hmm. in my Google Calendar, but if it's something that's just, like, here's, like, a dump for my ideas, like, then I can just basically put it in here. So I learned check it off, and then you get karma. (laughs) If you, Ooh. like, complete things. So Hillary uses it oh, for, I like... I being rewarded. I know. Yeah. Hillary, Hillary uses it for more, like, like get up, do laundry, get dressed, eat a food. Eat like food. Like, really doing, like, some self-care stuff. And yeah. just, if you check it off every day, you know, you get, like, points and... Oh, that's cool. And give you, you a Pokemon. You can, like, track graphs and stuff like that. That's sweet. I don't know. It's pretty, pretty good. No, I like it. My problem was is I, like, I'm really bad at setting my own... This is something I've learned recently. I'm really bad at setting up my own systems. I really require other people to create them for me. Mm-hmm. Right. So at work, we're using Asana. Oh, which... yes. My mm-hmm. yeah, my friend who I was in school with tried to get me to use that. And it was... It's hard. Difficult to use. Yeah. yeah. We just brought on someone who's a project manager. And so they're creating the Asana tasks. But I'm still not like totally like... Because you have to build your whole own structure within this yeah. program. And you can share it. It's sort of like Slack, I guess. Where we use Slack as well for it, like communicating. Is but... it all like a Trello or something like that? Have you guys used Trello? I've, I've heard about Trello and I really liked it. And I pitched it to some coworkers and they were like, I would never check it. Yeah, I was I was introduced thing. to it as as part of a magazine I was going to try writing for that I just gave up on. <laughs> it seemed like a lot of work to pitch things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very bad at pitching. The thing about creating, or like, with starting new systems like this and using apps and stuff is that, like, people don't necessarily need to buy in. Like, they should buy in a little bit. They should be interested in trying it. Mm-hmm. And then doing regular check-ins to be like, okay, so how's this working for you? What what do you find you need out of it to make it work for you? Yeah. A friend of mine works for a neighborhood house, and they're trying to use um, some new, like, project management systems. Um, so all this is coming from with Todoist, yeah. is it kind of already, like, set up? Like, you're like, I want to do this thing, and then you just, like, fill in your check boxes, or...? Uh, I had to create all my own projects mm. for it as well, and then I That's think in, I the, give up. <laughs> in the premium account, you can have, like, different color coding stuff, and mm-hmm. you can have projects within projects, which is cool. Yeah. So you could just have one category that's, like, work, and then it would subdivide it into different mm-hmm. things. So it's, like, for work, I'm... You know, I'm working on a newsletter and uh, this thing and a that thing and another yeah. thing. But instead, like in the free account that I'm using, I have to set up like a newsletter project. Gotcha. So it, like it kind of it doesn't break it down in like oh I like subcategories a lot, <laughs> like bigger <laughs> umbrella things. Yeah. Like so that it makes it it's not fair. like the most. But it's I mean it, what does like you it programs don't know what you need so it makes sense. <laughs> I want them to know what I need. I know. <laughs> Me too. I want them to know what I need. But that's the first step to sentience, and that's Good. when they take over. Good! <laughs> Tell me what take, to do, robots. Please, just become god robots. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm Give not. me my sexy robot body. I'm ready to surrender <laughs> to that's the robots. so good. For the if record, robots, I'm not ready for that, and I will fight back. Okay, well, I won't. So I'll be very, very easy. Like, if you want to make me into an android, I, I'm down. <laughs> I've faded a little bit, but I know my wife wants to be an android so bad, so if oh, I'm going to okay. stay with her, it's going to have to be Android City, all USA. Right, or Canada, whatever. 
wherever we end up. I feel borders in It'll the robot uprising. You. Borders will be gone. Yeah, well, you know, they won't be robots like keep them mix bots out of my backyard. Well, the robots won't survive here. One, because in like Vancouver, it's all rain. Mm, true. And like if Are they go further up, there'll like... be more snow. Yeah. We're safe from androids. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I it's doubt just it. Too rainy. Mm, they'll just, they'll, they'll like, come here and never got wet. Season season one episode two the naked now. Oh yeah, that's true. Awful. Awful. He's fully functional and programmed in multiple techniques. All right. Yeah. Data, data horny. <laughs> and Ashley's completely tuned us out and is on her phone now. It's just like, I hate all of you. Yep. Forever. Fair enough. No, that's not true. I was just working. Okay, so, you know the movie 500 Days of Summer? One, say that one more time. <laughs> the movie 500 Days of Summer? You somehow managed to have that have two <laughs> syllables when you said it the first time. 500 Days of Summer. Oh, I got Sorry. it. I Sorry. got it. I actually did get it after the first time. I was like, I don't know if I heard that correctly. Yeah, I am I... familiar with it, but I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. It in looks it, painful. It's, it is. But in it, um, they're in a park. And they play the penis game. Um, but I recently saw the movie on TV. The, sorry, the one where you, you show penis and you keep like going louder and louder. Um, and so like they're in a park and so like she starts with like penis and then he's like penis and like it goes louder and louder. Oh dear. And it's kind of embarrassing. Um, and like he says to her like, we're in a park or like this is inappropriate. There's kids nearby. But in the TV version, they're just saying panda. But he still says there's kids nearby, and I just thought that was really funny because it's like, that's really matter. <laughs> there's kids nearby, and they're going to think we're weird talking about endangered animals. <laughs> it's going to make them sad about the environment. Oh, my God. The WWF. Mm. Not the wrestling guys, but the World Wildlife guys. Mm-hmm. So, we're super organized and have a lot of, like, great... As you can tell from this podcast, we're incredibly structured and well Absolutely. <laughs> we never flag or waver or anything like that. I, I, I was just thinking about how, like, yeah, I don't have a journal necessarily, but I pretty much just use Google Calendar, mm-hmm. and I if it's something I need to remember, like paying a bill... I set it up so it gives me an email notification. So it emails me. Good. Yeah, good there's how you do it. Because it's Very like, involved. oh, if you if you have it open, then it'll give you a notification. But I have notifications blocked because I don't want to get every notification that mm-hmm. I have. I want to yeah. check and then find that eight have amassed and I get to talk to eight people suddenly. How exciting for old Katie. Um, <laughs> Talking to people sucks. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Anyway, so yeah, that's what I do for anything important that I need to remember. Mm-hmm. But for the rest of the time, it's pretty much just like, hope for the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all. Sounds good. Hope for the best. But, but I, I've been keeping keeping notebooks for the podcast, which is going to be probably like the third notebook I ever finish in my life. Mm-hmm. And for stand-up, when I'm, I'm like more than halfway through my second stand-up, stand-up notebook, so it's hard to say. Stand-book. My stand-book. Excellent. Stand-book. I also have a work notebook um, as well that like everything goes in. I kind of want to bullet it the mm-hmm. way that we were talking, because I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. And, like, that would actually make it really easy. It's, like, when I write down, like, passwords for things, it gets lost in the whatever, mm, and I yeah. can have, like, a password like, tab. Oh, it's the purple thing. Yeah. 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 Totally. yeah totally. <gasps> there could be idea. color coding involved, of course. Yes. <gasps> you could buy office supplies. I have so many really good Sharpies in oh. my office. Oh, what are That's you waiting exciting. for? Chris, what are you waiting for? Well, I'm not gonna... I'm almost finished a notebook, and the timing is perfect, because uh, I work in a provincial political office and our office will be closed for the election coming up so I'm almost done that book and then I can start a brand new book. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Quick, who should I vote for? No. Can't. Ah, I almost got you. No. I almost got you guys. I'm not, a, I'm not at work now so it's yeah. fine. I can yes. be as I already know who I'm voting want. for. Uh, I'm not. Had... See, because I'm not 
I ain't no political person. I could just tell you who I'm voting for. I know who you're voting for because you live in New Westminster and Judy Darcy's great. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah, she's the best. She's <laughs> cool. She actually opened up her office. Oh, I shouldn't say. It's very close to where I live. Anyway, <laughs> just like, please don't stalk me. I mean, um, you can try. My building's very secure. But don't stalk me also because why would you? You could just be my friend. <laughs> That's really easy. Touch. Yeah, you don't have to stalk me. I'm very kind and welcoming. I know. <laughs> we'll just be buds. But yeah, she's just real close by, so I might just mosey on over and say a howdy. Yeah, I really like how like community-oriented she is. Like She's she's always around, and she always makes sure that she's like... She's super active on social media, and she's constantly yeah. like at the key at... Like, she's the, just generally the, the active, makers mark like it really... and stuff like that. Yeah, she's Oof. just she's just out all the time, like getting cool, like chunky jewelry. Yeah, you know, she's just got that. She's got that boxy blazer and chunky jewelry sleeves, yeah. which I love. Pretty good. Yeah. Any yeah, any women over forty five, like that's the hottest look. I gotta say, and I'm super into it. Statement jewels. Uh, mm. Yeah. Brilliant. Really good. Especially when you're cheering for the salmon bellies. <laughs> that's our, uh, those are our, like, varsity sports teams. They're all called the New Westminster Salmon Bellies. Oh, that's unfortunate. It's, it's not a little great. Bit, it's a little bit cute, and, like, I want to, like, pet it, but, yeah. like, they're teams of Ch- children, children, so don't touch them. It's probably bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're, no. we're kind of like a fine arts city, I'd have to say, because we've got that ma- the Massey Theater. Well, stuff, you so. are. It's actually, like, we're not what sports. I love. I used to call New West. Um, like a lacrosse team. There was this article once that so goes on <laughs> um, the Brooklyn of Vancouver. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I keep hearing that, and I'm like, mm, I don't know, but also maybe make that be the yeah. thing because then I feel cool. Yeah. No, no, totally. And I like push it pretty hard, and like I have friends who make fun of me for it, mm-hmm. but it's true, including like the like the cool kind of upcoming art scene, like people who are kind of experimenting in art a lot more, yep. and like. They're all there. There are and grants available. Yeah. And stuff like I've got, the they've got some municipal arts grants and I'm thinking about maybe applying for one, but I don't know what for yet. I have to think about something that's actually workable. Give me money for my podcast. <laughs> Do please. that. Please give me, please, Mayor Jonathan <laughs> Cole, please give me money for my podcast. <laughs> now submit that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, your, that's your pitch. Please, Mayor Cote. I'm just writing it down in case I forget yeah. what to say. Yeah. Quote. For April Fools, there was a tweet from him being like, New West has been overlooked, blah, blah, blah. Like, they we're not treated with respect. We're just lumped in with the Tri-City, so we're going to secede from the whatever, and it's New Wexit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind oh, of into that's it. cute. Yeah. I love, yeah, I love living in New West. I've talked about it a lot. Yeah, I a really lot. like it there, too. Whenever I talk about if I were to leave the Vancouver area, yeah. like, I Same. knew West as far as I would go. Big time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 still kind of affordable mm-hmm. compared to other places. Yeah. And it's still central, right? It's like, very interesting. It's, it's not that much more expensive than living in Surrey, honestly. Yeah. It's, like, maybe an extra 50 to to $100 a month in rent. And, I mean, you save the money almost on your monthly transit pass yeah, alone, kind exactly. of. Right, because, yeah, it's not the third zone or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, like, it's interesting. Like, you can do a lot there, whereas, like, mm-hmm. in Surrey... Like, you kind of start living the, like, really, even though it's you not really quite a suburb, a it's a car it becomes thing, yeah. a suburb yeah, city, you and you car. spend a lot of time at home, and New West is always stuff happening. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I spend a lot of time at home, don't get me wrong, but uh, it's... it's <laughs> but that's, like, it's probably more of a choice. Like, you... Sure, yeah, but there's a, there's a lot of really... I'm, I'm very psyched just about the restaurant culture that's that's emerged there. Like, A, El Santo. I'm obsessed. I talk about mm. it all the time, because it's, like, the best restaurant. It's Mexican... Uh, like bistro food, yeah. So it's so I had like the best soup of my life there. Mm. Did I talk about the soup on the podcast? Uh, maybe. <laughs> oh, so excited about that soup though, you guys! It was it was Japanese pumpkin like kabocha squash with Ugh. like with like coconut milk and chili broth and things. Yeah. It was so fucking tasty. Mm, I love good food. 
And there's this new sandwich place called Big Star Sandwiches, and I had one of the best sandwiches I've ever had. Oh, damn. Yeah, and there's Patsara Thai, and the Bon Mi Bar. Yeah, Those are I my just... homies. I love the, the two. Like, it's a young couple that runs oh. the Bon Mi Bar, and they know me by name and know exactly what I want, and they save chicken for me so that I can get my chicken sub. Oh, that's so sweet. They're like, we knew you'd be here on Saturday, because you always come after you go to the gym, so we saved you a chicken sub. That's really nice. That is yeah, really we, we're nice. we're going to run out, we thought you would come See, by. See, that's what I like about, like, places like New West. Like, it really is a community. And, mm-hmm. like, people, like, they know each other, look out for each other. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. That's so sweet. It's the best. And I, I, like, leave absolutely gushing things for them on, like, Google reviews and stuff <laughs> like that. Because I just love them to bits, right? Mm-hmm. Everything I need is right there. Yeah. I just kind of wish I didn't have to go up to Burnaby Mountain every day to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. It's fine. Every day, three days a week. I'm such a baby. <laughs> I'm such a baby. Because uh. the dolphins make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I don't know either. I don't my, know what My hoodie in the blowfish gland. I'm really happy that that happened, though, because, like, I love hoodie and blowfish. Yeah, do you? Yeah. Do you like the country stylings of Darius Rucker as well? No. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I keep thinking he, like, they need to, like, re... Reform? Yeah. Just, like, every band from the 90s is reforming? Yeah. <laughs> do you hear about these shows that are happening at, like, the... I don't know if it's, like, Agrodome or something, but it's, like, one of the venues in Abbotsford is hosting the I Heart the 90s tour yeah. so I'm Salt going Salt and Peppa I know. Salt and Peppa's here I know <laughs> you're Wait, going at? I'm going to there's one April 22nd and yeah. then there's like a like they're doing another one yeah, in Vanilla Ju- Ice June or is July. gonna be at one of them oh. this Salt one and, Salt and Peppa and then TLC is coming to the TLC. one in June or July so my girlfriend got me tickets to the I Heart the 90s tour um, in for Christmas slash my birthday but now I'm thinking of like trading them in for the TLC re-up one. with TLC. Mm. Yeah, because she loves TLC. She's like, oh, it's like all my like 90s icons. And I'm like, well, then we should go to that one. And then also, mm, I don't a have to take time like off the campaign. That you guys might be chasing waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! Uh, Come on! Give me something. I need attention and love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So do we need to say anything about the election? Like, please vote. Yeah, yeah, please vote. You know, we've got, like, another, like, 15 minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. We can do a little tag, like... Yeah. The writ drops today, uh, when you're listening to this on the day it comes out, April mm-hmm. 11th. Um, and there's, like, a month of campaigning, which is incredibly civilized mm-hmm. compared to, like, all the business that they do in the States. Like, I know that people do campaign stuff kind of outside of that, because, you know, you're always trying to... Judy Darcy may like nice blazers, <laughs> but does she like to blaze the weed? <laughs> you're making attack ads? <laughs> Against Uh-oh. the person that I really want to win? <laughs> She'll but, probably win. But Katie, it's like, you're saying all the things that you like. It's like, not only does she like blazers, but weed, Katie's like, now she's got my vote twice. <laughs> she's got my vote. I'm going to commit voter fraud to vote for her twice. No, I'm not. Elections Canada, I'm not. I won't do it. Do we it also don't BC. know if she likes the weed. <laughs> no, I assume she probably likes Pinot Gris or something like that. She's got that look. She's got that white, that ice cold white wine look. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 No rumors are being started on this podcast <laughs> no. right now. It was only because of the connection to the article of clothing that she was wearing. Clearly. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> you were making a funny. Yeah. She'll never hear this. So what if she does, though? I, I <laughs> fucking hope not. I fucking hope not. I know some people, because I mentioned this like a couple weeks ago, where it's like people came up to me at a work function and said that they listened to this, so I'm actually a little terrified. But Let me just say, I am in no way associated with provincial or federal politics. I get to say whatever I want, and if anything is said wrong on this podcast, I said it. <laughs> For the record. 
So no one gets to be mad at Chris, and I hopefully won't lose my job also. Hey! Hey! It's, I'm not affiliated with academia anymore, so anything that you say about your institution, you I like, said it. Yeah, it could be like, the president's a dick. Chris, how very rude of you to say that. How could you say such a thing? But he's not a dick, he's got a dream colloquium. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've heard that from a lot of guys who smell like patchouli and have vans. <laughs> you know, like, oh my god. I just got this dream colloquium. Like, sure you do. Oh my god. Ja- Jasper or whatever your there name is. There was this really, really gorgeous man in the coffee shop this morning and he was talking on Skype in Italian. Ooh. And so it was all like, ha da 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 And then he went, namaste to somebody and like did the prayer hands or whatever. And it was weird to like hear that coming out of like Italian. I'm like, everyone's just like... Just like us. Stars. Like us. Stars. They're just like us. <laughs> Handsome Italian men also make similar jokes because you could no, tell that it was in a sarcastic, like, funny way. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I like you. It remains one, so of my favorite, my, one of my favorite that things That was a weird tangent. He was just really pretty. <laughs> I just love hearing someone speak, specifically when they're speaking another language where they're speaking very quickly and then suddenly say words in very unaccented English. Mm-hmm. My favorite is when someone speaks French and then says Burger King right in the middle of their sentence. <laughs> Burger King. You know what I mean? That was not French, obviously, because I haven't practiced it since mm-hmm. grade 11. I hung out with a lot of French Canadian relatives yesterday, and it was fun. I can understand everything they say, I just can't speak French uh, anymore. Yeah. It's not good. That's a swear. Good. Good. <laughs> Come at me, you poutine suckers. <laughs> You Frenchies, what are you going to do? You're all the way in Montreal. Oh <laughs> Why don't you smoke your cigarettes? Your galois. Your galois. They probably have, like, players' lights oh there. Oh, my God. I assume so. Are, you, are you, like, doing damage control with the, uh, with the parts, with the black <laughs> As you were saying things, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. She doesn't mean it. She doesn't mean it. She loves smoked meat. <laughs> oh, no. She loves le bonhomme. <laughs> I don't. He's the most frightening thing that's ever lived. <laughs> oh, this is very regional. <laughs> it's extraordinarily Canadian. Oh my lord. Um, Whatever. So there's a provincial election coming up on May 9th. You should oh yeah, were it. we talking about that? Sorry, yes. guys. Yeah, so May 9th. And oh my god. I mean, it's... Uh... It's time. It's time to like probably engage. Mm-hmm. I think with the with the election. Um, sorry. It's okay. Um, do your do your stuff. I uh, I'm gonna be helping out with uh, wrangling some volunteers for some campaigny stuff, and it's very interesting. And I'm trying to like get people like psyched and like mm-hmm. into it. And a lot of my job is just like treating people well and acknowledging their hard work. And I'm really excited to do that for a Absolutely. month. Just like, just validate the shit out of some awesome people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. And just make people feel really, cause it's so important. And I'm learning more and more. I remember on our last episode that you were on, actually, you were like the door knocking is like the most important thing. Yeah. And man, oh man, do I not like doing it, but I'm getting over it because yeah. I know it's important. And so I'm like, I'm sending people out to do that, and so I have to do it myself so that I don't, you know... That like, sounds I gotta, hard. I gotta walk the walk, etc. Sounds really hard. And I'm doing lots of, like, phoning people Ooh. and talking to them about, like, political Ooh. stuff and asking for money. Like, all these things that I really don't like doing oh, at boy. all, but I'm doing it because it's really important. And... You're so brave. I'm so brave. You're, like, <laughs> so brave. <laughs> I, that's, I'm not joking. You're really brave. <laughs> I would shit myself if I had to do that. <laughs> Thank God I don't have to. Yeah. No, it is tough, but I think it's also, like, it's the way that you find 
I don't know, you get the stories. And mm-hmm. that's the thing, like, that's one thing that we're really trying to, to hammer into to our candidates and to other people is that the election really is, um, it's about storytelling. And this is something, mm-hmm. um, when I interviewed for my job, we talked a lot about um, what went wrong in the States. Um, and I had read these articles about um, about the, the story people were, were telling themselves as well. is like, this is their story, this is their reality of, what has happened um, in the States in the last, like, four or eight years. Mm-hmm. And the story didn't relate to what they thought the story would be. Um, and some candidates are better at telling a story than others. And I think mm-hmm. it's really important that we... Not to keep saying the same two words, but, like, it's important that we tell good stories. Um, and we collect people's feedback mm-hmm. and we find out what matters to them. Because, I mean, in this province, like, it's been 16 years of the same government um and it's time for a change yeah i agree it's, <laughs> it's like yeah without giving away exactly <laughs> no but whatever like when people put it into context it's like hey my kid is in school and they're like a teenager and they've never known anything except like these really really mm-hmm. bad cuts to education yeah and, like the supreme court had to like force our current government to like pay teachers you yes, know, exactly. Like, it's really so it's really bad. And like I I got I got a scholarship for my masters from my union when I wrote about how basically the BC Liberals caused uh like antibiotic resistant uh bacteria Ugh. because the link that I made was like they cut a whole bunch of funding, they privatized a whole bunch of stuff around like hospital cleaners, and so they pay people shit wages. Oh, they pay terrible wages. And so people have to work two or three jobs and they don't really have any job security or like can't take time off from work if you're sick. You still have to come to work at a hospital yeah. when you're mm-hmm. sick, which is really bad. Yikes. And so these superbugs are being created in hospitals that are now becoming antibiotic resistant. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I swear to God, it's the fault of privatization. And they gave me a couple thousand dollars for that. Right essay. on. Because they were Fuck like, that's yeah. true, and I wouldn't have made that connection. But it's like, unions are very important. Don't bust them. How long ago was that? Busted. Like, like four years ago. ago. Uh, yeah. It just, it's I just, worse. <laughs> I know. Well, that's the thing. I spend so much time just listening to stories and hearing stories. And in my job, like, I collect like like it's, it's all stories and just yeah. it's shitty there's so much shit that people are having to deal with and that's the thing that makes me sad and I, I have talked about it before in my job you know we try to help people and do advocacy mm-hmm. and coach them on how to be their own best advocate and in the current way that our province is going um anyway just yeah that we have to tell people to basically like sorry you just have to get on this wait list there's nothing else for you that we can do like we're going to offer you a bunch of other options but the answer that we got from the government is basically like make sure you expand all your options like I'm speaking specifically for housing stuff like mm-hmm. so like you know if you want to stay in your community with all of your like close social networks and close to where your doctor is and stuff you can't actually have anywhere to live Expand your options so that you can go live in mission alone and isolated. So mm-hmm. people have to Christ. choose between their like social health and their physical health, like and emotional like connections and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. is really important. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, like anyway, so people are having to make some really hard decisions with their lives to like get mm-hmm. through, and it's really frustrating. And I just I don't want to have to deal with any more of that. I really want things to change, and I want things to get better because I think we need to like help people. <laughs> 100 <laughs> so, sounds so simple yeah like, i know right yeah. yeah and so i don't know the the line that i like it was just like oh like 
The liberals are great. They create so many jobs that I have, like, three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. That's you know? a great line. Because, like, it's really shitty. People are really not being able to, like, afford anything. And yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm very angry, and I never thought that I would get involved in campaign stuff, really, and now I'm just, like, so galvanized to, like, mm-hmm. we need to change things right now because... Yeah. I just can't, I just don't want to deal with that anymore. Like, it's really, really hard to keep telling people no and we can't help you and, like, it is crushing. When we, yeah. when the last election happened in 2013, I was on my honeymoon and we were watching okay. the results come in and I just had to turn it off and just be like, let's go to the liquor store. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the liquor store now. Mm-hmm. So I, I worked on a campaign um, where the the campaign office was right on, um, on Broadway and so... After the results came in, we were in our office crying and doing our thing, um, and three teens walked on by, um, and, like, they like they were walking down the street carrying signs that said, like, you voted for our future. Like, you, like, this is because of you, or, like, you didn't think about us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was so good, and I was like, good for them. Um, I really like that they did this, and I just, like felt so sad mm-hmm. and the whole it just I think about it like when I was in grade seven was when Christy Clark was the education minister mm-hmm. and I remember like the teachers getting ready to go on strike and my friends and I sitting yes, in our hallway yeah. being like what do we do because we knew that like this wasn't good thing like mm-hmm. we knew that things were in trouble little did we know where it was all going to end up. I don't even know. Like, I have friends who have kids in school now, and I just don't understand. Like, it's so different. Mm-hmm. It's so different. Yeah. Like, in terms of cuts and yeah. class size stuff and all of that, where it's just like, man, like, I had it pretty sweet in elementary school and well, high school. Like, this is actually... So, um, my girlfriend and I were talking about this very thing. When, um, when she was in high school, like, she was in sports and stuff, and mm-hmm. that was all funded. It was all... Teachers volunteered their time. There was funding for sports equipment. It was no problem to, like, do after-school stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she was talking to, like, her uncle or something, and they're having a hard time with one of their kids or something, and she's like, oh, put them in sports. And they're like, we can't afford that. She was like, what do you mean you can't afford that? Isn't it, like, provided? And, like, no, not anymore. Like, all there costs. is no... Yeah, it all costs, and it's, mm-hmm. it's just a huge challenge, and it's not okay, like... Kids deserve better. God, yeah. yeah, like, we got uh, my rugby team in junior high pretty much, like, we got a super discounted trip to San Francisco, like, mm-hmm. all of us. Like, we mm-hmm. did fucking bottle drives and stuff yeah. like that just to be able, I think it cost, I think it ended up being, like, three or four hundred dollars for my mm-hmm. parents and people, but that's a trip for, like, a week to, mm-hmm. like, the San Fernando Valley, basically. Yeah. It was just, like, I don't even know, it's Santa Barbara? Uh, wherever mm-hmm. it is in... Whatever. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We went to Sonoma County, wherever the hell that is. I know it's where Guy Fieri lives. Yeah. <laughs> it's wine country. Wine country and Flavor Wasabi, Town. Texas country. Flavor Town. And Flavor Country. Um, We're definitely in Flavor County. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's just so, it's very frustrating and I just am really... The thing that makes me the saddest about elections in general is just that nobody goes and votes. Mm. And, and as much as, like, people are already fucking sick of me talking about it... And it hasn't even started yet. Yeah. But I'm like, seriously? Like, everyone, I think that everyone I know votes. I've never not like, voted. I know. I, I'm I've very... i got to vote. I'm very excited to do it all the mm-hmm. time. And I just don't understand why people just don't. And mm-hmm. they just don't see what the effects of policy have on their life individually. And they can't see outside of the bubble of, like, how it affects other people. Oh, my God. I think because there hasn't been enough contrast. Like, it, it hasn't been... 
in anything mainstream on like what exactly this stuff means to everyday people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're starting to hit a point where the majority of voters are people who are dealing with education costs and childcare costs and mm-hmm. um, dealing with their parents in care. Yeah. And they're starting to actually see those costs and what it means. And when they're hearing politicians talk about policies relating to those things, um, they're, uh, they're seeing like, oh, this will make a difference on my life. Yeah. Um, and that's the important thing is not being afraid to talk about policy. It's so, um, it always feels so heavy, and or so so heady, like yeah. it just feels like or it's dry, really... or like why are yeah. we talking about like this policy about that or this yeah. and like but this is how it actually literally boots on the ground affects your life. Like you're going to be paying like two hundred bucks a month for yeah. whatever like additional for like your mom who needs exactly hip replacement or something <sighs> like that. Yeah, you know, to care for her. Like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. So and maybe that's why we're not talking about it that much because I just get really worked up and angry. <laughs> Me too. Me too. I look so. all over the world and realize like everybody, whether they think they are or not, like not everybody, but anybody who makes under like two hundred thousand dollars a year is basically a socialist and they don't know it yet. Yes. They all want those <laughs> things and they're like, oh, but socialism's bad. But like, you want health care that you don't have to pay through your nose and yeah. beehole yeah. for, right? There's, like, there's been a very effective movement to make socialism a bad thing. Mm-hmm. People think it just means, like, free everything for everyone. It doesn't mean that. It just no. means taking care of one another. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And people are, like, just so resistant to the idea of paying taxes. And I'm like, if taxes were raised equitably, they wouldn't be raised on the people who are making exactly. under $200,000 a year, this right? This is like, the really important thing. Sorry, I keep, like, but I'm so just many like, people do. Yeah. The thing that we, we don't really realize is that a lot of people do make that much money. Like, plenty of them do. Mm-hmm. They can afford it. Yes. Yeah. But they're also the ones who have the power to lobby to not have to do it. I know. And it's, it really, when I think about people who make so much money and I'm very broke at the moment and I'm just like, man, the interest that you collect by having that money in your bank account, just that little so much more than you're making would be yeah. so helpful for me. So it's like a small percentage that would go back into public services mm-hmm. would make a huge difference and you wouldn't notice it. Yeah. I yeah. swear you're just like hoarding this wealth and like accumulating it yeah. and not actually, I bet you wouldn't fucking notice if you didn't have that. And no, it went, but 100%. people, people would really, it's you like would improve they so many people's it, lives. Right. Yeah. That, that, that they earned it and it's theirs and they're entitled to it. It's like, no, I don't think people should have anything beyond like, well, okay, that's, that's getting into some serious deep stuff there. But, mm-hmm. uh, but like, I feel like there should be a limit on like having $50 million or something mm-hmm. like that. That's the most money you're ever allowed to have. And all of the rest of that money needs to go back into public services. You would just be so rich. $50 million is so much money. Yeah. So much more money than anyone will ever need in their life. But if that was the cap, think of all the people who have like $70 billion. Mm-hmm. How much that would just go into the, like a fucking, I don't think that that's that outrageous to say. Mm-hmm. You know, no. I truly don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm sure a million people would disagree with me because they have the money and the power to do that. Yeah. What were you saying about taxes, Ashley? Pay like, them! Well it's, well, it's just interesting, <laughs> like, whenever we talk about these services and people always ask us, like, oh, like, so you want to raise my taxes? No. I don't want to raise the taxes of people in this room. I want to raise the taxes of those who are getting away with cheap taxes, mm-hmm. who are paying the same amount of MS- for MSP as I'm paying, and they make, like, ten times what I make. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not okay with me, and they need to pay up. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're probably, this is like really like slippery slope now, but like they're probably driving faster cars, eating richer food. Like they probably need those services more than I do or (laughs) at the very least have the time to access the services more than I do anyway. Mm -hmm. Like I'm working all the time. I don't go see my doctor. I don't, you know, like I'm not accessing services that they probably are accessing. Mm -hmm. Um, they should be paying a little more than I am. 
Yeah. Frankly. Yeah. <laughs> Seems perfectly legit to me. Yeah. So. And I mean, like, my partner and I have more money than probably our average friends do because my partner's mm-hmm. in tech, right? So yeah. that's, and that's, that's paid better than most things. Yeah. And we're going to get dinged really hard for taxes this year. And we're like, that's fine. It's going to be hard for us because we actually, like, even though we make more money, we still don't keep that much money. Because, yeah. like, being doing the adult things that you're supposed to do, very expensive. Yeah. Mortgage payments, super high. Yeah. Like, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Housing insurance, very expensive. Like, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. It just ends up, you need to keep spending, right? So you yeah. end up with the same amount, pretty much, of discretionary income yeah. in the end. But, like, yeah, we realized, like, we have more privilege, we pay more taxes. That's how that works. Mm-hmm. That's what it should be. Mm-hmm. So, everybody be like me. <laughs> Rich people pay more money. Thank you. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> give, give me some of that in, like... You don't just have to hand me cash, but, like, make it so that I don't have to pay... But also definitely hand me cash. Well, that too, please. My PayPal link is... <laughs> <laughs> um, you, can leave, you can leave the money under a park bench in Strathcona, <laughs> and I'll like, come get it. You know, I would like to not have to pay that much for my car payments. My car payments are really expensive for insurance, and it's like, doesn't have to be that way. Mm-hmm. If we have, like, a collective public insurance system, we should all be able to... It should be like Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Where insurance is like forty dollars a month there instead yeah. of like three hundred here. Yeah, it's you crazy. Know. And the fact like then there's all the scandalous shit of like the way that budgets are managed in this province and where it's like, oh, there was a whole bunch of money in ICBC, but we took it all out and put it over here to make it look like the budget is balanced, and it's just like, yeah. So I just like I want I want it to be more like widespread about what's going on and how like. Mm-hmm. all the taxes that we do pay are being handled really badly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yes, I would be mad, you know, I'm mm-hmm. mad about paying taxes that aren't getting used for the stuff that I want, you know? Sure. But, like, just it seems like nobody really knows about that stuff or yeah. it doesn't get covered. And then I hear from people, like, we haven't heard anything about what your party's doing. And it's, like, that's so frustrating because I feel like I'm screaming it at the top yeah, of my lungs absolutely. every day. absolutely. I was <laughs> on a trip with some friends and someone said, oh, no one knows, no one knows your leader. And I was like... How could you I not? don't know how to, like, make this more obvious for you. Um, but also, I think people, like... <laughs> what I want to say to people sometimes is... If we would all just mobilize around these things that we're so exhausted from talking about... Then maybe we can create a better BC mm-hmm. and we can all, like, not be exhausted by talking about these things anymore. Yeah. Yeah, That's- so... Sounds so simple when you say it yeah. like that. <laughs> get, get involved and start yeah. talking to people about this. And, like, I love the, like, the telephone tree kind of thing where it's just like, yes. look, I'm going to tell you five people about this. Could you please tell five other people and get them to tell five other people? Like, mm-hmm. And then they tell two friends and then they Well, do. yeah. Like, yes. it's... Because otherwise, like, it's not getting covered by the places that people get their information from. So it's much better to, like, come from word of mouth. And you yeah. listen Absolutely. to your friends more. Absolutely. So, I don't know. And just, like, I'm really sick of, like doing all the social media work where it doesn't seem to be going anywhere, mm-hmm. I'd much rather, like, talk to people face-to-face. And that's what kind of got me over my fear of, like, mm-hmm. talking on the phone to strangers about this stuff. I'm like, I actually do kind of know what I'm talking about in certain ways, and, like, oh, yeah. it's way more effective to actually have a conversation about this. So, yes. uh, I guess, what, what what is our roundup? Because we can't mm-hmm. tell people who to vote for, but basically, like, please look at the main candidates' websites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, read read up on their policy and decide who you align with and just determine, you know, are you frustrated with how things have been going? Would you like a change? And if so, do that. Yeah. Like, just fucking seriously vote. But, like, I actually do want... Read and vote. I want representation in our legislature that actually represents yeah. everyone in the province, because right now it's only representing a small sliver of folks that voted, and the majority of people 
didn't vote, and it's mm-hmm. really frustrating. What was the turnout last? Was it like thirty two or something percent? When it, I'll look I think it, up. it I think it was just under fifty or something. I like want to say that yeah, yeah. Not so under 30, but still like less than Let's less see. than half. And yeah, so see. it just it's frustrating because it's like. Then, then the party in power can basically be like, yeah, everyone co-signs our stuff. And it's like, no, they don't. They didn't say anything, though. Yeah. So, ah. Vote. Rah, Go please. do stuff. Please, for the love of cheese. And, and we won't bug you about it anymore. Thanks, Seaheg listener. <laughs> well, we'll bug them about it when it comes up again. Yeah. If we're still doing it. If, and if so, God forbid, four years from now, if we're still doing Or is it five years? Four. Every okay. four years. Um, okay. It's also worth noting, you can start voting as soon as the writ drops. Just go to your local district electoral officer office. Okay. So that's today. You could actually vote today as you're yes. listening to this. April 11th. But go the election itself is May 9th. There is advanced voting the There's two weeks six before. days of advanced voting. That's so good. You guys were yeah. so smart. It was 52%. Yeah. Ugh. I'm looking at it. So it a little a over half. Histo- so and historic low. Yeah. It was historic low, which is ridiculous. Like, mm-hmm. ah. <laughs> however, however, our advance polling was way up. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. More opportunities. Yeah. So um, let's make it really, really easy for folks to, like, get the information that they need and to go and do the thing. Yes. And so Let's that's... break 60% this year, guys. And for the record, I just want to say, you don't have to be registered to vote. Like, if you are a BC citizen... Canadian citizen, you can go and vote even if you didn't register beforehand. Like you can go you can to a local polling station. You can register mm-hmm. on the day. Um, I think there's like this big misconception because they do registration drives and like individuals do as well. Um, and it just confuses people thinking like, oh, I didn't register. I guess I can't vote. Yeah. You can absolutely nope. vote. Last yeah. provincial election, I registered on the day. It was very easy. Everybody was super polite. Um, and I don't think... I have not waited in line more than 15 minutes to vote Never. in the last, like, three elections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, like, people think it's going to take up so much of their day. But if you're just strategic about the time you go or you vote early, like, just... Just please vote. Yeah. <laughs> please like, vote. You know, if there's a line, like, I don't know, bring your phone and, like, listen to a podcast while you wait yeah. in line. Listen like, to it's a not, C-Hex. It's not <laughs> that hard. No. I don't know. You only have to do it every few years. Please just do it. Please. I'm going to nag you. I'm going to come to your house. I'll be like, you didn't wash your dishes and you didn't fucking vote, Jared. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You never do anything you're supposed to do. Get to it. Jared. <laughs> okay, I think that's a good place to leave it. Yeah. Thank you Jared's so much for, for sticking it out with us. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for helping us make that make that sweet, sweet content so we could ge- keep being regular with our releases. Oh, yeah. Sounds yeah. Like, like the metamucil of guests. <laughs> <laughs> how very okay. rude. Not how we actually feel. No. But you are p- both practical and uh, a wonderful asset to our I mean, lives. <laughs> I think people like it when they're regular. <laughs> yep. You know? Yep. Yeah, it feels good. We're irregularly <laughs> regular here on the Sea Hags <laughs> podcast. Love you guys okay. so much. See you next week. Ta-ta. Bye. Bye.